0: Bam, 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 Yo, what's Gucci, boys and girls? Santi's here with another happy podcast, and as per usual, it's not just any happy podcast. We're at episode eighty-six. Now, who would have thunk we would have made it this far? Now, have I said that a couple of times? Of course I have. Probably said that at 80, said that somewhere in the 70s. I for sure said it somewhere in the 60s, most likely 69. I 1,000% said it at 50, because that's half of 100. And 86 is half of real quick, quick math, 172? damn, I'm a fucking genius. You would have thought that I was Asian, but I'm not. I assure you, I'm Puerto Rican. But I know of Asian people, so... I'm not racist for making that comment. <laughs> Listen, we have fun here. We like to have fun here. Uh, what's going on, guys? It's episode 86. We're chilling. We're big chillin'. Uh, my son is beautiful and so well-behaved and doing his thing, living life. He's about to get a job. He's so, he's so advanced. Um... Whatever he had his first doctor's appointment Doctor said he's super healthy Uh, He's even strong Which I could have told you I could have told you that I knew he was strong As far as knowing that he was healthy I mean I face value I knew he was healthy But it's always good to get a second opinion on that But as far as him being strong I could tell Little guy on the first day Not only was opening his eyes Doesn't necessarily mean he's strong But was picking up his head And, like, kind of, like, you know, pushing with his feet and hands. And then now, one week later, forget about it. Dude's strong. Uh, So, yeah, totally in love. Um, Weird to to accept that I'm a father now. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, always been a daddy, but I'm a father now. Um, But, yeah, so, listen, I I didn't record Friday. Am I going to make excuses? Of course I am. Uh, You know, I woke up. And, dude, the mornings, man. Let me tell you something about the mornings. I'm still not a morning person. Now, when I was getting more sleep, I was still cracking out these podcasts and still giving you guys my, my fucking five-star all-gold diamond performance, okay? Now, I tried, and I did, and it was happening. But, th- oh, by the way, thanks, computer, for letting me know that there's an update available while i'm recording a podcast it's probably gonna do that yep i was gonna say that it's gonna make the sound again and it did listen it is what it is we're doing it live we, we don't have the luxury we don't we don't have the luxury of time to to just re-fucking do this podcast we gotta do it now we gotta do it live because if i try to do it after if i stop it and re-record it we going to run out of time because you know why i run after this and then you know what happens after that i have to go to work because we get shit done we do work before the work So listen, where was I? Um, Yeah, I had to record Friday. Um, Didn't record Friday. And my excuse is, well, I don't even have an excuse. I'm telling you guys, I'm not a morning person. Now, when I was sleeping more before my son was here, uh, it was easier for me to wake up and kind of like put shit together. But now when I'm, because I used to kind of sleep like this, sleep like this, very good. Uh, I used to kind of sleep like this. Several months back, I'd get like six hours of sleep and I'd just make it work. I'd make the day work, you know. Eventually, through the like by the afternoon, I really woke up and I was ready for the day. But um once I actually started getting more sleep and like really like being on top of my schedule, I realized how much of a difference I was feeling throughout the day and in the morning. I was like, wait a second. You actually feel good when you get more sleep? Oh, who would have thunk? Uh So I started getting more sleep, started feeling better, and it was a little bit easier for me to piece together my thoughts and try to be funny on a podcast. So now that I'm back to getting shit for sleep, not my eight hours or nine hours or whatever, well, it's better that I get like between seven and eight. Now that I'm back to like six, dude, it's rough in the morning. Let me tell you something. It's rough. It's rough. But we're still doing it. Like today, I went to sleep uh, one something, wake up, wake, woke up. Six twenty, six thirty. 630 Your boy's running out in like 5 hours five, 5, and a half hours But I got my blonde roast I put my fucking Big boy pants on Okay? Because I had my little boy pants on You know why? Because Oh my god Friday came I didn't sleep that much And I couldn't record your podcast Me, me, me But not today You know what's happening today? We're recording a podcast We're doing it live Okay? We just gotta get it done we got to put something out there for you guys. You guys were hungry. You guys were thirsty. You guys needed me. It's not enough to get me one time a week. You guys need guidance. You know, the world is divided. And you guys need somebody to show you way. And I will show you way. All right? You come here. You keep diligently waiting for my word. My, my, uh, what's that, uh, See, this is the problem about waking up in the morning. There's certain words that I want to throw out there. And I remember them in the afternoon. I'm like, that's the fucking word. My sermon. There you go. My sermon. Diligently wait for my sermon and I will, I will sermon. I will sermon it up for you guys. Whatever. Guys, uh, so yeah, I was tired as shit Friday. I was sitting there trying to do a goddamn podcast. I couldn't do it. I couldn't even think straight. And then guess what? Before I knew it, it was time to work. So, so we skipped. But it's Monday now, and we're trying to get back on a schedule. Listen, I've got excuses. I've got a son now. You guys got to chill a little bit. Uh, but listen, I-, I hope the weekend went good. We're starting your Monday off right, and we're going to just jump right into it, guys. Uh, so, of course, I found some... Uh, hold on. Coffee break. Oh, that's good. Um, I found some... It's just pure gold is what it is. It's everydayfeminism.com. Okay? Now, if you want to be absolutely furious, you take yourself to everydayfeminism.com. And honestly, I think this is a little bit why the world is like the way it's like right now. <laughs> um, because I noticed most of these articles were written like in 2015, 2016, even some of them as far back as 2014. So you take these articles, you keep writing them all throughout the years, fast forward five years later, you're going to have some fucking crazy people on your hands. We're going to start off with something, uh, we're going to start off with something lukewarm, something, something mild, something room temperature. <clears throat> so the uh, title of this article is, no, you're not imagining it. You know what? I, I don't even, I, I want to get to the friend zone one. The friend zone one is my favorite, actually. Uh, Five reasons we need to ditch the idea of the friend zone for good. I'm just going to read it again because I'm reading it with my fucking five-hour sleep brain and it's not coming out right. Five reasons we need to ditch the idea of the friend zone for good. There we go. So the title is that. It was written in 2015. No problem. There can be a lot of problems with the friend zone. Let's hear it. And this is how they start the article. Friendship, period. Period. It's a word that's supposed to have positive connotations, right? Now, let me tell you something. You guys might not understand why I'm angry now, but I'm gonna explain why I'm angry now. You said five reasons that we need to ditch the idea of the friend zone and quoted it in the title. And then you start off, you start off the article with friendship. Very clearly, we're not just talking about the friend zone, we're talking about friendship in general now, apparently. And then you say friendship. It's a word that's supposed to have positive connotations, right? So what you're doing right now is a bait and switch. We're supposed to be talking about friend zone. We're not talking about friendship. You want to know why? Because I can have friendship with other guys. So now you're trying to switch it up so the the reader can agree and be like, Yeah, friendship, positive connotations. But I thought we were talking about the friend zone. So whatever. They go on. To, to, okay, I'm just going to read some like the, the, the parts in bold. Uh, why is it that a word that's supposed to signify a beautiful, special relationship has an undesirable connotation? It's not friendship. It's the friend zone you're talking about. And let me tell you why. Let, let me answer all of your problems. Uh, first, I'm going to read their myth. In the article. And then I'm going to debunk this whole shit. And I'm not going to even read the fucking whole article. Because you know why? It's 2020 and we're in the age of headlines. Myth number one. Nice men deserve to be with the women they desire. Hey. No one said that. And you want to know who did say that? Men or people who don't have any experience. And you want to know who most likely wrote this article? Who actually... I can tell you right now who wrote all of these articles, people who have no experience. People who have no experience in real life. Because all of these articles, you can can just see from the shit that they're saying, they have no idea how anything actually works. So these people are super upset about the friend zone and, and the myth is nice men deserve to be with women that they desire. No. Let me tell you why the friend zone has such negative connotations. And I'm going to tell you exactly where it came from. You ready? Here's some, here's some dude history with Santi. Here's the history. You have a shitty boyfriend. Or you just have bad tasting guys. And you have a friend. His name is Jimmy. Jimmy likes you. Jimmy likes you a lot. But Jimmy is too nice to, to grab the bull by the horns. So you know what Jimmy does? Because he 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 believes that he doesn't wanna be aggressive and he doesn't want to put pressure on you and he doesn't wanna back you in a corner. Of course, of course, nobody wants to do things like that. But in so facto, Jimmy's a little bit too much of a pussy to let you know that he likes you. A little bit too much of a pussy to grab the bull by the horns and just be like, hey, let's go on a date. So you know what he does? He he waits around. He listens to you, talking about all your problems. But but that's not why he he thinks he deserves you. Oh, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. The, the common reason. The reason that all women just want to casually look over. Oh, well, because while you're dating all of these shitty men that you're dating, you tell Jimmy, Why can't I find a man like you? I just... I just wish I could find a man like you, Jimmy. You're so nice to me. You're so sweet. Oh, and guess what? Jimmy's single. Of course, Jimmy's single. And guess what? Jimmy's the man like Jimmy because Jimmy is Jimmy. And Jimmy's only being Jimmy to you because he wants to get in good with you. Why does he want to get in good with you? Because he wants to be with you. But he just doesn't know how. And guess what? You don't like that kind of man. So you're going to keep telling him, you wish you had a man like Jimmy. And you know what Jimmy's going to say? Yes, this is working. And then you know what you're going to say? Three years down the line when Jimmy tries to kiss you because he's too drunk, you're going to say, what the fuck are you doing, Jimmy? We're friends. And Jimmy's going to say, yeah, but every weekend when you came over crying about how Gerald beat you, you said you, you wish you had a guy like me. So you know what? I stepped up. Jimmy thinks he's doing the right thing now. He stepped up. He said, hey, I can be your guy now. So are we going to just casually forget about all this? We're going to casually forget about how you strung Jimmy on, how you put him in the friend zone, how you made the friend zone to begin with. And it all started because you wanted your cake and you wanted to eat it too. You said, no, 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 I know Jimmy likes me. I know Jimmy likes me. The way he looks at me. All my girlfriends tell me that he likes me because it's fucking obvious. He jumps through hoops for me, which was the only reason why he jumped through hoops for you in the first place. Some can argue that that's a bad thing in and of itself, but guess what? You got to do what you got to do to woo the woman. So he tried, and he failed. It just didn't work for you. You didn't like him. You weren't attracted to him. You like bad boys. And now you want to casually forget or, or casually look over his feelings. And then be shocked when he expresses his feelings on a bad night. In some bad timing. No, 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 no. We're not playing that game. We're not casually forgetting. We're not, we're not casually forgetting what you did to make the friend zone. To make the problem. Ah. <sighs> So let's, let's see if there's, there's any more because, there are, dude, I've got like five articles from this website and we're going to go through all of them. And, and I didn't realize that that I was going <laughs> to that I was going to take up so much time. <laughs> uh, oh, OK, why are they shamed for their desire to remain friends while the other person's desire to pursue a relationship generates empathy? Hey, you want to know why? Do you want to know why? For all of the reasons that I just stated. First of all, you're not shamed. You're not shamed. It's, you're the only one that's feeling shame. You want to know why you're feeling shame? Because you have bad taste in men. And you keep telling Jimmy you wish he had somebody like him. And then Jimmy goes back to his friends and goes, damn, well, she keeps saying she wishes she had someone like me. That's why people feel bad for him and you feel shame. Because you know you're wrong. But you want to be wrong and remain wrong and want, also want people to say, hey, it's not a big deal. It's Okay. It's okay for you to keep stricke and chibby along. That's what you want. Let's call this for what it is. You want your behavior to be acceptable. And guess what? It's unacceptable. And that's just the bottom line. Because Santi said so. Let's move on. I'm going to debunk-, debunk the shit out of these articles. All of them. Check out this one. And this is everyday feminism, right? Nine facts that disprove the most common stereotypes about fat people. Hey, I've got a question. What's this have to do with feminism? But I digress. I'm going to deep, dude. Deep dive debunking, dude. Fucking call me double D's, baby. Deep diving, debunking. So, uh, nine facts that disprove the most common stereotypes about fat people. Written in 2014, of course. Uh, And then it starts off like this. At the bottom of nearly every article celebrating body diversity, you will likely find some version of the following comments. Aren't you promoting an unhealthy lifestyle? I'm all about confidence, but this is just unhealthy. I just don't find fat people attractive. That doesn't make me a bad person. I have no sympathy for these people. They bring it on themselves. Think of the children. Now, so all of those, I say, what's the problem? You're on the internet now. What is the problem? Yeah, people say mean things on the internet. Is it your right to be fat? Of course. You can be as fat as you want. But what's the issue? Now, I wouldn't be so tough on this article, but their first reason is BMI, Body Mass Index, is BS. Bullshit. Hey, no it's not. It, it's actually not. And I have an article from Harvard. Now, listen to how much of bullies these people are. Because in this article for Harvard, not only do they have all of the reasons why BMI is important, they also included somewhat of a disclaimer. And in bold, it says, and here's why BMI may not matter. So first, I'm going to read you the reasons why BMI does matter. Uh, So then, why does BMI matter? This is from a Harvard article. In general, the higher your BMI, the higher your risk, the higher the risk of developing a range of conditions linked with excess weight, including diabetes, arthritis, liver disease, several types of cancer, such as those of the breast, colon, and prostate, high blood pressure, hypertension, high cholesterol, sleep apnea so these are all linked with high BMI but because because everybody's such bullies, they had to include why why BMI may not matter. It's important to recognize that BMI itself is not measuring quote-unquote health or physiological or physiological state Uh, that indicates the presence of disease. It is simply a measure of your size. Well, no shit. That's what it is. It's in the fucking name. Body Mass Index. So what are we arguing about? I'll tell you what we're arguing about. Oh, this thing has to be all-encompassing. Oh, if it's this one this one little detail has to be all-encompassing. High body mass, low body mass, it doesn't matter. If you have low body mass, you should be the healthiest person on the world in the world. And if you're not, then it obviously must mean that high body mass index doesn't mean anything. No, that's not how things work. It, your health is comprised of several factors. Many, many factors. Many, many factors. Not just one. So, let's continue. There's, there's, there's one part that I really wanted to, to get to. Uh, damn, where was that part in this? Oh, okay, you ready? Uh, this is number five in the article. Size discrimination is real. Now, I wanted to get to this part because I have a personal experience. So yeah, no, it is real. Want to know why? So I'm going to Hawaii, right? This is many, many moons ago. On a fairly empty plane. I guess we just took a chose a good time to go to Hawaii. It's me, the lovely Lolly, the wonderful Lolly. I wanna say whichever one Bilber doesn't say. Bilbur, I think he says the lovely Nia. So I wanna say the wonderful Lolly. Okay? Yes, I stole that from him. I love Bilbur. Tis what it is. Uh, the wonderful Lolly. And I go into Hawaii in a three row, in a three row, in a three C row uh, plane. And it's me and her, we're regular sized people, we're a little small, and this huge fat dude sits next to us. Now, when I say sit next to us, I'm giving him justice, because he's sitting on us. He's so big, he's bleeding out of his chair. Now, we had to pay for these chairs. Now, I don't care. You can get as sensitive as you like about this. Oh, it's just body shaming. It's, it's not his fault. Well, hey, hey here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. I'm not 300 pounds. Hey, real quick, I'm not 200 pounds. Want to know why? Because every time I gain 5 pounds, every time I gain 10 pounds, you know what I do? I stop eating. I just eat less. So here's the thing. He sits. He's bleeding onto our chairs. And I've heard this rumor where, like, people, oh, if you're too big, you have to buy two chairs. This is what they should have made them done. Do. Listen, if I can size discriminate, I can be stupid at the same time. It's all good. You can, you can discriminate a bit against me being dumb. It's fine. I know I talk wrong sometimes. It's all good. Don't care. Now, here's the thing. He's bleeding onto us. We're fucking miserable. Now, this is, uh, I think we were going to, uh, were we going to Phoenix first? Wherever we were going first... It was like six hours, then six hours. So we had to spend six hours next to this guy. Now, luckily the plane wasn't, wasn't that full. The stewardess, sweet as she was, comes by and goes, hey guys, just wanna let y'all know, uh, there's actually a, a, a row. There's a couple of rows free up, you know, uh, further up the plane uh, or near the front of the plane if you'd like to move. And she, to be nice, offers the big guy a whole row to himself. Free, no charge, no nothing. are just going to move him. And you know what he does? He looks her straight in the eyes and goes, No, I'm good here. So she walks away as me and the lovely Lolly. Not bicker, but we, we are amongst ourselves having conversation. Educated conversation about this gentleman who doesn't want to move his fat fucking self from our vicinity. Now it's okay because he's made his decision. But we have made our decision to not be bled on by this person with excess weight, by this person who likes to eat too much, which is fine, your personal choice, okay? I'm letting you have your personal choice. But what I'm saying is you're making us uncomfortable physically. You can be as fat as you want, that's fine, but there's no reason it has to be on top of us. So when she comes back around, we go, Hey, ma'am, miss. What's up with that row? And she goes, yeah, of course. She brings us over to the new row. We have this whole row to ourselves now. And you know what she says? Well, we have, a, we have a, uh, a conversation about the guy. And she's like, yeah, I tried to offer it to him because I saw how uncomfort- uncomfortable you guys were. But uh, I'm surprised he didn't take it. Well, at least you guys take it. We're good now. So she could see that this guy was physically bleeding onto us. Now, let me tell you something. You can call it discrimination, I'm calling it real fucking life. Now you can call it discrimination. I, I guess what I can call it discrimination too. While he is sitting there eating his fucking Cheetos and Mountain Dew all goddamn flight, he's probably discriminating and uh, skinny discriminate, skinny discriminating against us. Oh, why why are they not eating as much? Why are they not eating as much as me? I got to maintain this weight. They must be maintaining their weight by not eating. What, what what what's going on? I don't get it. This is this is real life, dude. So, just to be nice, I'm supposed to let this big dude be on top of us for 6 hours? Listen, if there were no chairs, we were going to have to. If there were no seat free, we were going to have to. And guess what? If we were going to have to, best believe, I was going to be furious the whole time. Just to be nice at you, you have to, oh, but be nice though. You got to let this 400 pound dude lean on you because he eats too much. It's not his fault. He eats too much. What are we talking about? Yes, size discrimination is real, specifically when it's inconvenient to me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was our story when we went to, uh, when we went to Hawaii and, uh, I'm, I'm leaving that fucking, uh, that, uh, what's that called? The stupid article now. Cause guess what? There are more articles and we for sure need to get to some of these other articles cause we only have five minutes left. Um, and uh, dude, it's, it's just absolutely insane. I'm just going to read a little bit of this one and then we're going to call it because Jesus Christ, I can go all day about these things. Uh, outdoor recreation isn't free. Why we need to stop pretending it is. Now, really fast. Also, what does this article have to do with feminism? But I digress. Um, so this one comes in hot, dude. It comes in hot from the picture. The picture is this uh little black boy getting sprayed by like a sprinkler or something. And... um, This is amazing. So in bold, immediately, it's like, unlike going to the movies, eating at a restaurant or other luxuries, in quotations, spending time in nature seems free, but not everyone has equal access. Okay, okay, I see that we're going to take a turn, but I don't know where the turn's going to go. It's easy to overlook inequality when it's systemic. It's even easier when we benefit. Oh, okay, I don't know exactly where you're going with this, but uh, I guess I'm for it. Um, And basically Because I can't find the part that I want to read She literally or the, Whoever this person is Literally just goes on to say Yeah, like I had more access to the outdoors Because I'm white And black kids and minorities Don't have that much access Yeah, because we live in different places I didn't have much access when I was a kid Would I have liked more access? Sure Guess what? People are born in different places Some people are born near the woods. Some people aren't. Some might argue, oh, uh, maybe it's better to have more access to more people. Maybe it's better to live in the city. You can make an argument for anything. Hold hold on. Oh, okay. I I read something in, in the article. I was like, is this a part that I want to read? But not really. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, this is a part that I want to read. In the same article, outdoor gear doesn't fit everyone. For those who'd prefer cycling, only last year did anyone think to build a bike for someone who's heavier than 300 pounds. Let me tell you something. That person who's 300 pounds, who is 300 pounds, isn't thinking about, "Dab, I've got to get outside and bike. That, this fucking article just made me 10 times more angrier. So this is a reason. This is a reason that we have to consider. Well, outdoor gear doesn't fit everyone. Just think about the inequality. They just built a bike last year for someone who's 300 pounds. This is absolutely insane. Hey, let me tell you something. You fucking puts. That person who's 300 plus pounds was not thinking about biking. Last year or the year before that. I love how when you make a problem out of something that isn't there. You can make a problem out of anything, dude. Oh, my God. And then uh, this was actually the one that I wanted to start on. Uh, no, you're not imagining it. Three ways racial microaggressions sneak into our lives. Oh, yeah. Okay, of course. Let's hear it. Um, uh, micro assaults, Jesus Christ, micro assaults, the, the most conscious and intentional form of microaggressions best resemble what we are accustomed to thinking of as old fashioned racism. What? Some common examples are usually using racial epithets, displaying conf- Confederate flags or swastikas, mocking another language, telling racist jokes and serving white customers first. Who does that? Who says, oh, I'm going to serve the white customer? What? What? Who does that? <sighs> Dude, all I know is that I'm going to tell you right now. Here's the problem. All of this shit is just fantasy land. Yes, we have bad people in the world. Yes, there are people who do bad shit, make bad decisions, and do shit out of malice. But let me tell you something right now. All of this shit is, is the clear indicator the clearest indicator of people who are thinking way too much. You have time on your hands. You have way too much time on your hands, most people would say. And you thought about how all oh, this would sound and this would look and how people are acting. This is how somebody would act to, a, to somebody who's black, to somebody who's white. This is what a microaggression would be and how it sounds and how it is. And quite frankly, I can see that you have no real world experience. Want to know why? Because when you think about all these things, when your anxiety tells you somebody's going to look down on you, somebody's going to be mean to you, somebody's going to say this to you, somebody's going to say that to you, and then you actually go out and do it and try it and see what's happening, none of that's true. Yeah, maybe that person may be a little racist or something. Maybe that person may be a little bit of an asshole. How much time are you spending with that asshole? So you're sitting around going, oh, it's micro assault and micro-this and blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, the next one best believe the next one's micro insults. You sitting around and wondering and, and freaking out about all this shit that isn't is or is may or may not be happening is not, is not hindering anybody but yourself. So I noticed that these articles this one I think was written in 2014 no 2015 actually. One of the other ones was written in 2014. Dude, we can go all day on these, and I know I, I hip scopped and fucking hip scopped. <laughs> I hip scopped dude. I hip hopscotched. Around a, a couple of topics But listen, it is what it is We jumped right back into it we, we went over our time Guys, above all else And most importantly Oh, wait, I can't just leave like that Guys, thank, uh, it, it, thanks for listening um, It's glad to be I'm, It's glad I'm glad to be back Can't talk It is what it is uh, I'm coming back Friday We're going to be on that the, the original schedule Have a good week Have a good day Above all else And most importantly Be happy.